Sup guys, your host here, Paul, aka Mr. What the Footy. This week's episode is going to be of a little bit of a twist. Just like all the players who have been on a fancy winter break out in Dubai taking lots of selfies of Salt Bay, I too have taken my very own winter break. I've been absolutely rammed this week with work. So I haven't been able to get a guest into the studio to talk all things life behind the scenes. So guys, this one's a little bit different, but I hope you love it. If you're yet to listen to all the episodes that I've done to date, please continue to check them out. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you rate and review us. Guys, you know what to do. Download, subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Firstly, PSG this week were named in Soccer X's Football Finance 100 annual report as the most financially powerful club in the world. This has been largely down to the fact that they've been able to reduce uh, debt and increase their cash reserves. And for me, my take on this is them coming out top spot, it doesn't really surprise me. I think what's been really fascinating with PSG over the last few years is seeing how they've almost evolved into more of a lifestyle brand. If we look at for example, uh, a huge uh, sports club that's done this, uh, the New York Yankees, for example. Think of how globally renowned they are, like with the New York Yankee caps, for example. And and seeing, obviously, PSG collaborate with Jordan, Bape, Hugo Boss, obviously he's bringing in huge cash injections into the club and enabling them to obviously finally win win a competition that involves other top teams in Europe. So um, hats off to the guys at PSG and uh, hopefully we can get into a little bit more about this in an episode on the pod because I think it's a very, very fascinating topic to anyone who's fascinated by brands and how clubs can diversify um, how they're perceived and what they're offering to almost increase revenue and increase brand exposure. Number two... Prem Flix, yes, I know what you're thinking. I did not say Netflix. Prem Flix is what I said. This week, the Premier League came out and mentioned that they're currently experimenting with the concept of having their own Netflix-esque OTT streaming platform. And for me, it just makes sense. If you look at the price of football right now, it currently costs football fans £76 a month to watch all live Premier League games across Sky, BT and Amazon. If you look at a traditional OTT model, if the Premier League was to charge £10 a month for the end consumer, the numbers just make sense. Uh, currently, the Premier League TV rights still for 2019 to 2022 brings in around £3.1 billion a year for the Premier League. And Premier League clubs get on average about £135 million from this. And with an OTT platform, and if you think that over 200 million people are paying to watch uh, football on TV in and around the world, then the Premier League being the large pool there, the numbers are absolutely shattering and just makes sense. Obviously, there'll be huge, um, obviously huge headaches at the start in terms of obviously the Premier League is typically an organiser and is not a traditional broadcaster like a Sky, like a, like a BT. 
But for the end consumer and for the Premier League, from a revenue perspective, the numbers just make sense. But yeah, I'll obviously at some stage love to get in Liam, aka The Plug, who actually works behind the scenes selling the media rights and get you sort of take on the feelings within the industry. Hopefully season two, when we get there, I can bring on The Plug and we can speak about that. Number three, and most startling of all, is that Manchester City have been banned from the UEFA Champions League for the next two seasons. Of course, it's going to get appealed and go to Cass whereby Man City will obviously try and bring a counter-argument to the whole, um, obviously, decision has come out. But for me, huge and massive ramifications. The first ever podcast pilot that I did, that I sent to a few super fans, um, was actually on the Champions League when I sat down with somebody who worked uh, behind the scenes. And within the Champions League, we saw last year Liverpool won it, making over £100 million just from winning it alone. Typically, teams progressing through the group stages get about £5 million or so uh, per game. The ability and the and the funds that, sh- that just simply come out of playing in the Champions League, the ability to attract top talent that can then go on to produce value for the club in terms of shirt sales and merchandise is just absolutely humongous. And... It's just crazy just to think the the ramifications coming out of Man City being banned in the Champions League is huge. And the final episode of this um, season is going to be talking about the Champions League. So we'll probably touch upon that in that episode. But yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. What does it mean for Pep? What does it mean for the likes of Raheem Sterling? What does it mean for the likes of KDB? What are we going to see? Is it going to be a max exodus at Manchester City, it's absolutely crazy. And guys, those are my three news flashes of the week. But guys, yes, I know this week was a little bit shorter. And I know you probably sat there listening and wishing that it was longer and the usual time that we do the pod for. But as I mentioned, currently on the winter break. But despite that, I want to know your say PSG, most powerful club in the world. Are you shocked? Are you not shocked? Let me know on Twitter, at WhatTheFitty. Premflix, does it work for you? What is your take on this from an end consumer perspective? Let me know, at WhatTheFitty, Twitter, let's go. Manchester City being banned from the Champions League. Is it right? Is it wrong? What does this mean for you as a consumer of the Champions League football and the value of the competition to you? Let me know, Twitter, at WhatTheFitty. Let's go. Guys, I'm back next week for a very, very special episode. I'm keeping Stum and Mary Coy on it, but it's going to be about talent representation within the modern game. That's all about that's all I'm gonna say for now. But guys, I hope you love this episode. As per usual, download, rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, Yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more 
at polluters.exposed. Buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844-759-7732.